to the Speaking With Sherry show. I am your host, Sherry Hicks. Listen, I this month have established Power Couples Month because this is the month of love. So today I have an incredible show for you. So I want you to buckle up your seatbelts, get your spouse, get your friends, start tagging people to let them know that you are in for a treat. I have an incredible couple that I want to bring to you that really, really have an incredible and inspirational story. So get ready as I introduce to you, Mr. and Mrs. Dejuice. Yes, how you guys doing? Hi, good evening, how are you? Oh my gosh, I am awesome and I am excited to be able to have you guys on. I so appreciate you coming and spending the time with me today to minister and bring back hope to all these couples. You guys, I did this for you so that you will be able to be ministered to tonight. So I am ready to jump right in to begin to tell your story. So tell the, in, the viewers a little bit about yourself. Um, yes, I, I guess I'll start because yeah. <laughs> well, um, thank you for having us here, uh, um, Sherry Hicks. It's, it's an honor to be here and to share our story and to share our um, journey as well. But a little bit about um, ourselves. I speak in plural now, right? A little bit about ourselves. Um, we're, well, I'm from Haiti uh, okay. and, and I migrated here um, back in 1998. So okay. that's kind of like when I came to the United States and I did the whole schooling yeah. and and so now I do a variety of things. We run um, multiple businesses. Um, I I went to I went to FAU for my um, bachelor's degree, master's degree. Okay. Um, and then I transitioned out of that. So now we're um, full time entrepreneurs. I don't know if you want to share. Yes. Any- yes. Yes. And I, I was raised in the United States. Um, I'm also of Haitian descent. I was born and raised in Naples, Florida. Um, as he mentioned, I, we met at college. So FAU is where we went. I got my undergrad there, okay. and I got my master's at Lynn University. Um, but like he said, we are on full-time entrepreneurs now and we're loving it and we love working together. Yes, I love that. So you guys hear that? They're entrepreneurs and they work together. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Yes, we're going to talk about that. So we know now that you both met at college. Okay, so that is an interesting story all in itself. But tell me this, what attracted you college students to one another? Uh, so, so my side of the story. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be good. <laughs> we actually, we actually met in a course that I failed. Okay. So I had to take the course. Mm-hmm. So the second time around, she was in the course. Mm-hmm. 
So I believe, right? She was like, well, this guy already took the course, so he should know more than me. So I'm going to hang out with him. (laughs) And that's kind of like how it really started. And and just just her being herself, okay. um, being comfortable in her skin, um, and just spending time together, that is what really started the spark um, for our actual union. I'm not sure if you have anything. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, we, we kind of, I knew of him, we knew of each other through different organizations on campus. Okay. But that class um, where we, you know, got that connection, we started studying together and whatnot. And I was like, okay, this guy, he was very caring. He would walk me from my dorm to class. All right. Listen, that, that is great. I love it. I love what attracted you guys to each other. Now, how long was your courtship though? Yeah. Our courtship. So he asked me out on Christmas day of 2011. Okay. Official start date. Um, then we got engaged in 2015. Um, and then we did a two-year engagement, so we got married in 2017. So about seven years total. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, because during that time we were in, so our engagement was two years because we were still in our master's program. We just wanted to finish that up and then go into the whole planning aspect of it the, the second year. So that's what ended up extending it, but yeah. Yeah, and and now now that we think about it, we look back. We're like, oh my goodness, seven years. I know, but it didn't really feel, feel like, like seven years. Right? Yes, I love <laughs> that. I love that, and and you know that that number seven is a number of completion. Yeah, number. It's funny. You know what's funny about you know, that? We got, we got married that, on October seventeenth. Wow! <laughs> wow! Listen, that that is great. That is great. Now tell me, what was your proposal like? All right, so this is the short version, okay? <laughs> so around around the time of the proposal, yeah. um, I was supposed to propose to her a, a certain amount of time. So I wanted to do it around that Christmas time um, during our engage, during uh, our initial. Um, anniversary, anniversary. Yeah. but okay. I was like, nah, that's gonna be cheesy. So I'm gonna push it. <laughs> buy myself some time so it, during this that particular summer um i was doing a graduate, a, a graduate assistantship no not really a graduate assistantship internship. but an internship at cornell university in upstate okay. new york yeah. okay yes first time by the way 10 weeks and it yeah. felt like 10 years but anyway <laughs> so so while there i was like oh my goodness that would be awesome there's a backstory where the ring was at a, another airport. I left it in the bag, something crazy. But oh my goodness, at least we have the ring. So at that time, I was like, oh my goodness, it's time. So I literally rallied up the troops yeah. and literally planned it from New York. Wow, wow, incredible. <laughs> we ended up using my sister's home and and yeah. she didn't know about it. And we yeah. she thought she was um, scheduling a dinner for her friend that just got her white coat. Yeah. Yeah. So she was making a reservation so that yeah. way she doesn't have any idea that anything is happening. Of course, we okay. spoke to the friend ahead of time. So the yeah. friend was yeah. on board. Um, and literally, so we're driving. I'm like, hurry up, you know, we have a reservation. And then I had my sister call me and I was like, oh man, we need to do, take a detour and go to my sister's <laughs> house real quick. And I had everyone parked far down the street so yeah, that way it doesn't my happen. goodness 
right? And yeah. and by the time we walked in, everyone stood up and yeah, it, bam. It, it was it was perfect. Like I have, wow. I have, he captured it very well. We have a video, we have photography. Um, he had a violinist there. Like my family, oh. um, his family, close friends. He had like a itinerary, like a menu, a slideshow. Like it, it, he went all. We had a cake. We had like. Oh it was, my gosh! It was. It was. And and that's from New York. That's crazy. Wow. I, I think back and I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah. that that is incredible. I, I knew this was the perfect Valentine <laughs> show. Yes, yes. And I am a sucker for love. Listen, that that just warms my heart so much. So guys that are looking, take note. <laughs> Like, he was very creative when it came to like even acting me out i had to do a puzzle and then it said wow. when it came to the engagement rose petals like he is oh my gosh that, that's a high bar that's <laughs> a high bar <laughs> so i know some of the guys are like look away don't listen to this part <laughs> oh my god that is awesome now tell me were both families though on board Yes, both families were definitely on board. Okay. Um, I think for us, it was, and, and, and I can't stress, you know, yeah. I can't stress that it was a, you know, perfect situation or anything, but it was just one of those situations where we, I guess you could say prep them, like they already knew what was yeah. happening. Yes. And even with the whole planning of the proposal, I mean, they were very involved, like, yes. like, my mom, my dad, my dad oh, flew my dad lives outside of the country. So my dad flew in, her sisters flew down from, uh, they live in other states. Okay. So it was, it was to the point where it was organized, where I called people and made sure that they were there. So for the most part, um, both family yeah. um, sides were, were yep. on board. Yep. And they even did like a little clip in the um, proposal video um, too. They got to speak the moms and the dads. So yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Listen, this sounds like an absolute fairy tale to me. An absolute fairy tale. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, too bad I didn't get to really warn the listeners that this was really going to be a fairy tale. Wow. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, what is the most important trait, in, would you say, in one another? I think... I think for me, I would say mutual respect. I think okay. that's super, super important. One of the things that I want to highlight is, you know, prior to, to us dating, it was like, oh, living life, having fun, woohoo, kind of thing. And and at that point, you know, by the time we started um, talking and dating and doing those type of things, we just had a mutual respect. And I'll give you an example. For example, um, let's say, you know, you would go out to events and and dance with other people and things of that nature, like, that was cut because we quickly realized we are a representation of each other. Ah, okay. Okay. Very good point. Very good point. Sometimes people don't really understand what we mean by that, but literally if, if we're out, the other person is asking, Hey, where's Marge? Yep. Oh, Hey, where's Woodland? Yep. So even though, even though the person is not physically there, you're still representing them. So mutual respect um, is very important to us. And even when we go out right now, people are like, where's this person? Where's that person? Because we love spending time together. So sometimes they get, they get annoyed. And also honesty as well. Um, I, I live by uh, uh, Mel Robbins, um, the five second rule. 
Yeah. And, hey, if something comes to mind, five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just oh, say it because you know, just sweep it under the rug is not gonna be ideal. So yeah. that that that's what I would say for myself. I would say um selfless. Um yeah. this year, like he puts me and others before himself. And those who know him know that for sure. And we'll talk a little bit later about that. Um, but you know, just what he how he is, how he treats others. Um, oh. no matter what, make sure that you're good, you're set up for success. Um, that you're taking care of and that's what I've always appreciated about him from the beginning it's always like how are you he'll celebrate my successes I could be selling glitter he'll support me like, no matter what like you want to do this you're, he's my I biggest I love it I love it <laughs> yeah yeah him is just being so selfless mm -hmm. I love it and that's what it's all about I love it supporting one another is so important that whether you're married or you're dating someone because I hear even when you were dating the mutuals respect, the making sure that you represented that other person. These are some good nuggets. I hope you guys are taking some notes because these are very, very good nuggets. And you're getting to hear from the male perspective and the female perspective. So take those good notes down because this would have cost you a lot of money if you had to go into marriage counseling <laughs> to get this good stuff. I love it. What would you say I want to go a little a different direction now. What would you say was your biggest trial in your relationship? That's funny. You just mentioned um, marriage counseling. Um, for us, I would say our biggest trial was premarital counseling. Um, oh. We did that about six to eight months prior to our um, wedding date. Okay. And it was during those times where we, you know, you get asked those hard questions. You get, like, I felt like I got to know him during those periods, like those months where I knew him the most and things that topics came up and discussed that I was like, wait, what? Like, you know, like just these things that we would never have talked about probably even during marriage. Um, so that, I think that was the biggest trial for us to just realize that we're coming as one. You came with 20 years of experience. I came with 20 years of experience and we're coming together. Yes. So I think just that mindset of just realizing during that, those times, that hey we're gonna rock this out we're gonna stick this through we're in it forever we're not going in we're making this commitment to be in this union together yes yeah. and and just just to piggyback on that a lot of times people look at couples and they're like oh my goodness power couple perfect situation everyone has a story mm -hmm. <laughs> everyone has a story and yeah. during during those months it was like one of those things where it's like okay now are, are you gonna go into your union with the baggage, right? Are you going to put it out? What are you going to say? And and that's really what it did. And so we're strong. We're a huge advocate yeah. for premarital counseling because literally, like she just stated, those months it really gave you give you an opportunity to literally be vulnerable, yep. to yeah. literally transparent. So that way, before you step into that confidence. <laughs> right? before you do that and and it was just an amazing opportunity our pastors did a tre tremendous job because it wasn't even like they were they were getting us to talk it was like they planted the seed and then we went home we we're like yeah we're just talking it yeah. just flowed yeah. and and that was that was probably the toughest time because 
It's like, you know, you got to talk about your upbringing, your oh, childhood, yeah. high school years, college years. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Lord. And then not even realizing <laughs> the way your upbringing affects you. Like I was raised in a two parent home, not a healthy one. He was raised in a single parent. Like those little things, all those play a factor in how you treat each other, yeah. why, the way you do this. Like this, just, just you, you know, the whole, like it just was <laughs> mind blowing and a great experience that I, oh, we always are advocates for, for premarital counseling. Oh my goodness. I, I, I'm about to jump around in, in my chair because this, the whole idea of around premarital uh, counseling, I, I really hope that you guys, you, you that are listening are really getting that. That is the time, your discovery time to get to know who in the world you are getting ready to marry. So when you try to bypass that, you're not helping yourself eventually it's going to come out so it's better put it all out there right now go yeah. ahead and get it out so that you have a better understanding of what you're getting yourself into instead of rushing into something with an idea of who it is it's better that you know exactly who it is oh my goodness i love this this, this is good this is so good this is so good you guys are such an incredible and beautiful couple and again I thank you for sharing all this very, very transparent knowledge with our listeners because we're bringing back hope today. And this, I know, is ministering to our listeners. So I want to take a moment and just tell you listeners, if you have friends out there, tag your friends in the comments. This is good information. They may not know about it, but this is you giving them an opportunity to get on here and hear some much needed, very transparent uh, golden nuggets that you're getting from this beautiful couple, beautiful couple. I love it. Let's go into another part. I want to talk about the beginning stages of your marriage. And in our pre-conversation, uh, uh, we talked a little bit about marriages and debt. Let's talk about money, because I know that a lot of people know that most marriages end in divorce because of finances. So let's put it out there. Let's talk about the money. You guys were very public about the debt that you accrued during your marriage, right? What year was this and how much were we talking about? Yes, I, I will I will take over <laughs> on this section. So so we got married in 2017 mm -hmm. and I, I don't know, something happens and, and the fellas back me up on this. <laughs> something happens and you're just now, it's like, oh my goodness, I asked this person to marry me. They said, yes, we went and did the whole shebang. And now yeah. it's you two. And I just started looking at our financial picture, our financial report card. Mm -hmm. And it just wasn't something that uh, I was fond of. I was fond of personally. And I was like, okay, we need to do something, right? So when we, ta I tallied everything up. I'm talking about down to our monthly expenses, um, Spotify accounts, uh, Prime account, everything. Okay, how much are we spending on a monthly basis, mm -hmm. right? And then when I saw that number and I tallied up all the things that we owed, credit card debt, business loan, things like that. New Year's resolution, yeah. 2019, January 2019. Yes, yeah. and um, so in 2019, we, we, every year, at the start of every year, we do like a list of stuff that we would like to accomplish for the year. That's good. So, That's very good. So that was that was one of the things that we spoke about. It's like, okay, where are we at, and how much do we want to minimize that debt by? Okay. So the actual amount is thirty five thousand 
fourteen dollars and eighty five cents. Right? Wow. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yes. Wow. So I'm talking about to the T. And, wow. and again, we yeah. got to the point like <laughs> with the sense. <laughs> so when I when I showed her that, she was of course appalled. She was like, "Wait, really? Like that? That's how much debt we have? Like, are you serious?" So at that point, we knew we had to do something, okay. and we had to get creative, right? Yeah. And and I'll, and I'll talk a little bit about it later. But as far as like my profession and what it is that I do, okay. I wanted to practice what I preach. Right. So if I'm going out there and I'm making recommendations to people, I want to make sure that I'm practicing what I preach. So yeah. literally we tallied up the debt and we're like, you know what, let's go after it. I'm going to be transparent about it because yeah. that's what I call public accountability. That Sometimes people want to do something right and they don't tell nobody and yep. they try to do it in secret. That's because there's doubt a lot of times. <laughs> so, so that's why we were very transparent about the whole process because we're like, man, we just told all these people, this is what we're going to do. We better go do it. Or they're going to be like, you lied to all of us. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's how that started. And to be transparent, I was not, when he brought that to me up first, I was like, it's only 35. We don't need to focus on that right now. We got time. And then he started sending me like little, you know, stuff. And I was like, okay, you know, okay, let me get on board. Let me get on this debt-free journey. Um, yes. but at first I was not for it, ladies. <laughs> okay and that's what we want tonight transparency because just because one person is on something doesn't exactly mean that they're both on it at the same time but i love the fact that you're you're saying you weren't but eventually you got on board because this was supposed to help us not just me it was to help us it might, oh my goodness i love it did you let me ask you did you have debt before you got married I did not. I was blessed enough um, to have my master's and bachelor's paid for in full scholarships. Um, so I had no type of debt. I was very good at yeah finances during college. I was had Florida prepaid and all that good stuff. So I had no debt. On his hand, he had a small, I think when he got to your master's, he had to take out a small $10,000 loan. Okay. He had scholarships as well. Yeah. But, and, and, yeah. and I'll chime in on that. Yeah. And the reason why I ended up taking out that loan mm -hmm. is because I was in the tail end of my bachelor's going into my master's program. Okay. And, and of course, as a child, you're like, oh, parents, I need help. So when my mom stated, when my mom stated that, you know, she would have to go in inside of her retirement accounts to take the money out, I was like, nah, because I already know you're not, you're not making that much money. So it, it does, it just didn't sit well with me to do that. Mm -hmm. So I ended up taking out the loans. It was roughly between 10 to 12,000, mm -hmm. but we actually ended up taking care of that before, before we got married. Okay. So that's when I knew. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, she's helping me pay off this debt. Like, this is crazy. So, yeah. so that was that was definitely prior to us getting married. And then, you know, the whole shebang and, and we just accrued. And once we left our jobs, we ended up making some investments and things like that. So that's where that whole, you know, 35,000 um, came from. Okay. And once you started paying off debt, because a lot of people start things, but then, you know, there's things that come up along the way. Um, how did you stay motivated during that journey? Um, the way the way I would say we stay motivated is so what you focus on is what you get. Okay, right? very good, very good. And, and what I mean by that is, for example, if you're 
let's say on your social media page, if you're following nothing but athletes, you're going to see athletes. If you're following um, nothing more but beauty pages, you're going to see nothing but beauty. Mm -hmm. So what I started doing is I started following podcasts that talks about people get out of debt, um, listening to um, podcasts as well, books and all these things. So guess what? It kept coming in front of me. And I started seeing other couples who are doing similar things as well, which is why a show like this is, is very important. Like, yes. You don't even know how many people you're going to touch just by off of this right here. Yeah. But so we started doing those things. And guess what? That provided motivation because there were some months instead of paying off, we were adding yeah. because things happen. Yeah. Right. right? Okay. But because we stayed on course and I kept sending her podcast. Hey, listen to this one. Hey, listen to that one. Hey, check out this couple. Check out that couple. So I was that husband. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. But it could also be vice versa as well. And he also made it very apparent in our bedroom. Like, there was a dry erase board that was tallied up. Every time he would pay something off, he would um, minus it. So it was in my face every That's morning. It. We would see it in the morning. We had a note, um, shared notes on our iPhones that if he did something, I would see the update. So it was very, it was everywhere. If I was on social oh my media, God. if I was on my, my room, if I was on my phone, it was there. What you focus on is what you improve. Let's say it again. What you focus on is what you get. What you focus on is what you'll improve. So for those of you all that are on, this is your start. This show right here is your start. This is your start. Now take these nuggets, start following people who are where you're wanting to go. That is it. That's the takeaway. This little five minutes was a takeaway. Make sure you follow these people too, okay? <laughs> because what you put in front of you is what you're gonna focus on. And all I see is that, Whitland, you are thorough. <laughs> you are thorough. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I love Marjorie that you keep getting on board. Yes. Mm -hmm. You're not, you're not being a weight. You're allowing him yes. to take you guys there. And, and that's what the other takeaway I want you guys to get. It may not be your idea, but when you see it's good for the both of you all get on board, don't fight against it. Don't fight against it. Get on board. I'll say a tip on that. Um, we have a thing with us that we say we never want to clip each other's wings. Ooh, if he comes with an idea, if he comes with the, uh, it, it could be the craziest idea. I've had come, some. Come with, come with what you want to do, the timeline, give me something to hold on to. All right, babe, go ahead. If I know it's going to benefit the both of us and it's not a crazy, you know, you're, we're not going to go to jail or anything like that. Yes. <laughs> You have the uh, ability and the approval to do what you need to do if it's a benefit of both of us. And we, we're very big on that. We are not going to chip or clip our wings off. If you want this, yes, you can have it. And I think it's just that mindset of thinking bigger for us and just thinking that we can have these things that we want in life and we will have it in our lifetime. Yes, absolutely. And the last thing that I'll share based off of that as well is based off what God has instilled in us and has put in front of us. Yeah. Um, I, and I say this, I say this uh, respectively, um, it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. Yeah. When what you are doing is for the betterment of the union. That is it. And, <laughs> and so something like this is like, okay, we're trying to get out of debt yeah. so that way we can actually do the things that we want to do. Mm -hmm. So there's no negatives here, <laughs> right? 
<laughs> and then guess what? As we started, that is when, you know, she got on board because she realized, oh my goodness, once we pay off this debt, we're going to be able to do whatever we want to do on our own time. Uh, oh my goodness. My heart is so warm. My heart is so warm. And this, this is good because you are having the hard conversation. And for some people on here, they're going to be prompted to have that hard conversation that they've been avoiding. And that's what this is all about. You cannot continue to avoid things. You have to confront them, face them. Let's deal with them. We will be better if we do. And we know that most people, they don't like having that, com that hard conversation. As have, that, I was gonna say, have the hard conversations so your life could become easier. When you yeah. have the easy conversations, your life becomes harder. Yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Uh, now we know that uh, a lot of couples have a lot of disagreements during marriage. What would you say are the top three disagreements that couples have? Three. Faith, family, and finance. Okay. Faith, family, and finances. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and just to elaborate a little bit on that. For example, my uh, my fam my side of the family they're Baptists. Mm -hmm. Okay, right? grew up Catholic, mm -hmm. and and it's it's an interesting dynamic as far as like how we serve God and and praise Him and and just based off of that, it's just there's there's a difference, right? Mm -hmm. um, how how we how we pray, how we um, worship, and things of that nature. So so if I'm not being understanding or if she's not being understanding, of course there's going to be that clash. Yes. Right. Yep. And and that right there is, is um, one of the top things, because, you know, God is in the center of it, of, of it all. Mm -hmm. Right. And as, as far as like the family piece, I mean, listen, a broken home, <laughs> if the home is broken and this person want to do this, this person want to do that. This person have a strong take on this. This person has a strong take on that. There's definitely going to be that friction. Yeah. Right? Then the finance piece, the finance piece is important because here's what happens. Right. Let's say your finances are not in order, which is why finance is, is one of the leading reasons why people get divorced. Because without your finance, guess what? You can't take care of the family. That's it. You That's it. Family. You can't travel. You can't clothe them. You can't, you know, put a shelter over them, right? Yeah. But guess what? Without the, the finance, guess what? You can't give back. That's right? it. You can't yeah. do offering. You can't do philanthropical type efforts. Right. right? So all of them make sense. But a lot of times individuals are going to struggle with those top three. But guess what? Greater, great emphasis has to be placed on all three. Yeah. So we also have to learn how to juggle those things as, you know, as much as we can. Of course, there's going to be different seasons. Right. It, but it's all about finding that balance and, 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 and leveraging each other and working together as a team. Okay. okay. So, so th those are probably the top three that I would say. And, and we have literally put this um like we do we do um we just do like couple zooms yeah. um here and there just to have these conversations so that way okay. other can can okay. kind of like take a little bit of what we've learned during the process because this is what we would have hoped as we started um just seeing other individuals who are looking to pour into us yeah. yes 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 um i love the fact that you guys don't just take what you've learned in your journey, but you are sharing it. So this is a cool platform, but you also do this on other platforms too. And for you listeners, we're going to give you an opportunity to see 
how to catch some of those because this is just the beginning. This is absolutely just the beginning. Now, I'm going to take you to another part. My father uh, always said that you should keep separate bank accounts. What is your take on that? Do you believe that? Um, <laughs> yes and no. Okay. For us, we do have a joint account where um, most of our money goes into, but we you also have a main have account. A main account. Okay. We also have our separate accounts. Now, those separate accounts, I have the login to his, he has the login to mine. Okay. It's not a secret account. We have access to all three. Okay. But you have the main account and two separate accounts. And that's only because if we want to surprise each other with something or do something that, you know, the person won't see or, or just start things that we had previously, like I had certain longevity with a card before we got married. So I want to keep that card or whatnot. But um, our pastor had something interesting to say about that. He was saying when, um, when two people do not have that or a joint account and they um, they have the two separate accounts is they already start with division. Okay. 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 That's good. There's no way of unifying because you're already saying as this is mine and this is mine. So uh, it, okay. yeah, yeah, it gets a little bit deep when he talked about it. Um, when more. two become one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So so my take on my take on this is, of course you want to have a main account, but at the same time it's like save yourself the headache. Right. right? Save your, save yourself the headache. It's like oh you bought Starbucks again, dude. It's like a three dollar coffee. Go make more money. <laughs> Like, like, save yourself that headache. Like, come on, man. Like, so of course the main account, you know, you want to keep a certain amount of money in that. But, but I remember when, when we had um, our jobs, we would have like, you know, 30% go here, 30% go there, this okay. percentage. there. So that way you're spending account, like go do what you want to do. Like, okay. Hey, dinner on the way, pick up pizza or whatever. But the main account, we know that's, yeah. that's where, of course, if you're trying to do any purchase, that's over a certain amount, like yeah. you can't just this swapping the car for five hundred dollars now. Hold on, <laughs> right? But if you're just picking up a coffee or you know lunch or something like that, I don't think it's that big of a deal. But the the way that we've seen um, what has worked for us, right? Yeah, because okay. different people are gonna have different take, which is completely understandable. Okay. But what has worked for us is having that main account, yeah, and having separate smaller accounts to do just do different things. Like, hey, I want to travel. Okay, this is my travel account. I want to do this, this, like, this is our date night account. So that way we're dividing the money and not just swiping because we see a big amount. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to piggyback on that. You have a main account and the main account could be the account that you're paying your mortgage and things like this, a household overhead, I'll call it. Mm -hmm. And then you have separate account for a little small things, getting your nails done, going to buy a couple of ties, stuff like that. So that's what you're saying. Okay, because I want to make sure that the listeners are not confused because this is good information. I want to make sure that they understand so that they can now get off and have those conversations and start putting those systems, because that's what I, I hear. These are systems that they can put into place because they're obviously working. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, they're obviously working. So if a wife, let's say if a wife, and this is for wives that are listening, if a wife tries to tell her husband uh, or vice versa about becoming debt free and this person is not willing to listen, what would you recommend? I would recommend as, uh, for example, come up with a, um, 
Like if he's going to come up with an idea, I need you to come with it correctly. Like I need you to show me, okay, we're at this. If we get here, where will we be? Like show the pros and where we can be What um, if we do achieve this goal. I'm more of an organization person. Okay, so if we do meet this, what does tomorrow look like? Okay. What's going to be achieved by this? So I think if that person is able to come up with a plan, it's all about how you say something, how it's brought about. It's not like you spend you spend all your time doing your nails and going out. We need to go on a debt free journey. That's not the way to approach the conversation. Absolutely. Okay. You want to make sure that the person you you know their love language. You understand how they um how they are. Yeah. How you can to them regarding that if it's a sensitive topic. Okay. All these play into a factor of how you address something like this because of course you want to be going at it together rather than you being the full person that's going at it. So when two heads become one, it's easier to be tackled. Yeah. And, and what, what I would chime in on this, get creative. Um, it's all about timing. Okay. And again, like, let's say you don't want to bring it up like right after an argument that time. Okay. Right? Okay. Very good. Very good. But, but you want to make sure that it, the time is right. And here's, here's a trick. Here's a trick that I would say, like, for example, like, let's say some of the couples, if they knew us, like invite us out to dinner. invite us out to dinner like go go on brunch with another couple right and then and then literally just have them bring up the conversation and so you're talking about it right so that's a very unique way of bringing it up so that way it doesn't seem like you're just you need to do this you need to do that Mm -hmm. and also leveraging other couples whether it's via a podcast or whether hey, you saw something on, on Facebook or Instagram, share it with them. Hey, what are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on that? And allow them to share. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we're just talking, talking, talking. No, no, no. Ask a question, listen, process, then okay. respond. <laughs> All right, very important. That's what I would say. So I'm gonna piggyback on what you said. Listen, first of all, process. And then what was the third one? respond respond yes 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 but but we have to be willing to listen because sometimes spouses you can have wife deafness husband deafness where you're just i don't want to hear it which is why that third party yes yes having that third party that that uh uh unbiased person person that doesn't really know so we're just talking yeah yeah that's all we're just talking about it and it brings it up in a way that it's not saying you're the cause of this problem. You're the reason why. It's all about us. It's something that's good for us. And it doesn't have to take one year. It could be a well thought out plan. Like you said, Marjorie, come with an actual plan. Well, where do we start? Where would you suggest we start? Do we need to cut our Starbucks? You know, it could be little small things, but each drop in the bucket will eventually fill the bucket up. But you got to start somewhere. Yes, yes. This is good. This is good, guys. Tag your friends, <laughs> tag your married friends, and tag those that you know that are interested in getting married. So let's switch and talk about your businesses. Yes, let's talk about your businesses. What is WFG? Okay, um, World Financial Group. And essentially what World Financial Group is, and I try to explain this to people all the time, and they're like, I don't get it. It is literally the Amazon for financial services. Okay. So anything an individual would need regarding their finances, 
we could assist them with that. So what do I mean by that? If someone is looking at ways of starting their retirement accounts, okay, can help them through that process. If they're looking at ways of you know transferring their assets, wills, trust, we can help them with that. Life insurance, all the different types, we can help them with that. Mm-hmm. So World Financial Group is a very good place to start those conversations. Because here's what we run across. We sit down with people who are in their 40s and their 50s, and they have never sat down with a financial professional. Wow. They think they got it. No. <laughs> all right. So that's, that's the best way that I can explain exactly what World Financial Group is. They don't have any products or anything, but they represent... Um, they represent the, the people, okay. right? By introducing them to the top A-rated companies. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. And how did you two become financial professionals? Like awesome. How, how did you start that? Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting because after after we um, resigned from our jobs, mm-hmm. um, I had this 401k thing. You all probably have heard of a 401k, right? Yes. But I didn't know exactly how it worked because I just signed up for it because my job offered it. Like- so I had, I, had, <laughs> I had a childhood friend and I knew he was doing something finance, right? The WFG thing, something finance. I didn't really know exactly what that was. And I reached out to him and I was like, hey, I have this 401k thing. I don't know how it works. What should I do with it? Mm -hmm. So we sat down and he went into details and showed me exactly how it works, why it even started, what are the pros, what are the cons? And then I was like, wait a minute. How many people don't know this stuff? Because I looked at myself like I was an intelligent person. I got my bachelor's degree. I got my master's degree. I'm a good person. I read, you know what I mean? And I was like, wait, if I don't know about this, I know for a fact my mom doesn't know about this. My brothers and sisters yeah. doesn't know about it. Yeah. Know about this. So then I was like, wait, how do I do what you do? Because remember, at that time, I had resigned from my job. So now I was kind of like, you know, starting out in the entrepreneurship. And I was like, okay, what else that I need to be doing? And okay. that's when uh, it sparked my interest. And I was like, hey, what does the process look like? He walked me through that process. And that's what I've been doing ever since, going on more than two years now. Oh, wow. This, this, this is so educational. I hope you guys are taking notes because these are definitely some people that you get up here, you want to make sure you follow them. If you like what you hear, you like what you hear, you like what you see, you want to make sure that you get in contact with them. Do you own your own uh, investment properties? Yes. Um, okay. funny, story about, yeah. funny story about the investment properties. <laughs> Uh, three months before we got married, mm-hmm. uh, I ended up purchasing the first one. Okay. Three months before we got married, mm-hmm. and it, it, and it's a, we own a duplex, well, two duplex, but we purchased a, a multifamily. Okay. And at that time, mm-hmm. Marge didn't understand <laughs> <laughs> why I wanted to purchase a multifamily instead of a before the wedding. instead of a, a single family, so we can grow old and raise kids. So again, talk about that. sometimes it's best to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. <laughs> so I, I was like, my, bro- my brother owned one and he was like, you should get one too. And I was like, great, I'm going to get one. And she's like, I don't know, but I'm like, I'm going to get one. Yeah. And one of the reasons why I really did it, to be honest, full transparent is because I was like, man, you know how it is when you're planning a wedding, things yeah. just keep piling up, things yeah. just keep yeah. piling up. 
So I looked at the account. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. She gonna keep spending it if it stays in there. <laughs> so, we do our wedding very strategically, so we had money in there. <laughs> yeah. And that's a whole another story. Yeah. But we ended up purchasing the first um, property three months before our wedding. Okay. Um, and then we purchased a second one in 2019. Oh. Uh, and we have a few lots here and there. But, but it was definitely an awesome experience. Yeah. And something that we appreciated doing. Yeah, and then something afterward we realized we did that we leveraged and we didn't yeah. even know. So this is like a little nu- another nugget we're about to give you guys. Okay. With barbecue sauce. So before we got married, mind you, this is three months before we got married. So he purchased that first property under his name. Okay. A single man. So he was able to leverage his first time home buyer. You hear that? So now come two years later, when 2019 is, I haven't purchased my first home. So I was able to use my first time to purchase that second property. Ah, that's we good. Were able to leverage that twice. Um, so people, a lot of people are like, oh, let's get married. Let's purchase together. But sometimes if you're not leverage both of you guys, you could put less down because the second property we ended up paying nothing for because we leveraged because he had his real estate license. So we ended up leveraging his commission for that second property and whatnot. We literally came out of pocket like nothing for the second property. Yes. And, and I see and one last thing that I want to add just based off of that, since we're on this topic, and a lot of times, I don't mean to sound sexist, but a lot of times the female, because they've envisioned being a queen in their own home, yeah. they're like, no, we have to buy a house. Delayed gratification. <laughs> yes. Delayed gratification. Trust me, you will appreciate yeah. it. You will appreciate it. Keyword. Keyword. Delayed gratification and the only way you can be willing to do that is if you're not caught up on what other people think (laughs) and what other people are going to say correct yeah if you can if you can get free from that this this right here could work but if you're if you're not free from the opinions of what mom and sisters and cousins and and your friends are going to think something like this wouldn't work for you. So you've got to make sure that you are not doing stuff for people because when the two of you come together and you make a plan, it's your life. (laughs) It's not your friend's life. It's your life. Oh man, this this is good. This is good. Now, what is the biggest lesson? What's the biggest lesson that you've learned on this journey? Hmm. Um, the biggest lesson that I would say that that we've learned is just like decisions has to be made. Like that's how that's how experiences are made. You have to make decisions. Sometimes people dwell and they're like, well, I want to, but I'm going to wait for the market to crash. I want to, but I'm going to wait till I get another job. I want to, but make a decision. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's either you're going to learn or you're going to learn. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah no literally because it's like we made a decision we wanted to leave our corporate jobs right we're like okay make a decision boom that happens what happens our back is against the wall what are we going to do let's figure this out but look we birth we're having three flourishing businesses now we're able to control our time and our money um so without that first decision of one wanting to be our own bosses that whole it eliminates what we would all the experiences we had thus far correct yes yes Otherwise, you would have been still wondering what would happen if you. And so for those of you all that are still stuck in the wonder state, (laughs) takeaway here is make a decision. Make a decision. Pray about it, of course. 
but make a decision. Okay. okay. Well, listen, listen. What do you think that thought came from? God already told you what to do. You over here questioning God. Yes. <laughs> he told yes. you what to do, but you're like, well, I don't know. I'm gonna wait till next year. I'm gonna. I'm like, oh Lord. <laughs> listen. But the, what's, what's the Bible say? Faith without works is dead. You can talk about it, but you need to be about it. Yes, yes. So for those that couples that are on here that want to purchase a home, what are the basics that they need to know? Basics, and this is as basic as it gets. And I, and I literally made a whole video on my Instagram page. All right? Okay. You need three things. Three, well, probably four. Four things, all right? Number one, you need some money. Yeah. All right? If you're trying to buy anything, you need some money, all right? So you can write this, this percentage down. So whatever purchase price that they're asking for, anywhere between 4 to 7%. 7% preferably, right? Because that's the worst case scenario. So 4 to 6% ideally is what you would need from that purchase price, okay. right? Number two, credit. Yeah. You need to have credit, all right? If you don't have good credit, work on it. Watch some YouTube videos, hire someone to work on it for you, figure it out, all right? Credit, super, super important. Number three, you have to have the proper documents in place. Okay. If you wanna buy something, right? There's documents you have to have, right? So like, you know, your tax returns for the last two years, you have to show proof of income and those type of documents, social security, driver license. So you're gonna need those things. You should have those things in, in a separate place anyways. So you yeah. should already have those, all right? And then last but not least, you're going to need to connect with a realtor. Okay. And that person is literally going to walk you through that process. What I just shared with you is the realtor's job to set you up for success. Yes. So the mistake that a lot of people make at times is they try to go and take a course on YouTube and watch 30 hours of videos. And I'm like, dude, call a specialist. <laughs> That's like trying to... <laughs> That's like trying to like trying to like find out what's wrong with you and give yourself a di diagnostic. Like, go to a specialist. Like, <laughs> save yourself the time. But anyways, I'm on. Yes, this is not one of those where you can do it self help. No, find the professionals and save yourself the money and save yourself the time. Right. <laughs> so let's talk about investments. Are there different types of income investments and how can you categorize them for our listeners? Absolutely. So the there's multiple ones out there, um, but I'm going to specifically focus on these because they're like the easier ones to understand, okay. in my opinion. Okay. Um, so three types of income, right? So number one is active income. So you actively have to be doing something to get paid. So okay. you actively have to go to work to get paid. You actively have to sell to get paid. So you trading your time, right, to make money. So if you're going to work 40 hours a week, they're going to pay you for the 40 hours a week that you worked, all right? Yeah. So that's active income where you physically need to be there in order for you to make that money, okay. right? And then there's passive income. So from investments that you've made, right, maybe um, real estate, um, you know, rental properties, um, Airbnbs, things like that, where that money is going to keep coming in as long as, right? That property or whatever it is that you purchase mm -hmm. is still producing income. Okay. Right? So that's on the passive side. And a lot of people, they want to get to the passive side, but guess what? There's levels to this, right? Okay. Levels so to once it. you get 
Mm -hmm. So once you get to the passive income, that money's coming in. Like the investments that we made in 2017, that property's still producing income, right? The the investment we made in 2019, guess what? That property's still producing income, Okay. right? So that's more on the passive side. And yeah. then when you look at portfolio income, that's the, that's the part where a lot of people don't even get to <laughs> because they're like, oh, I don't understand stocks. Oh, I don't understand real estate. Oh, I don't understand this. I don't understand mutual funds. I don't understand gold. I don't understand. Like, again, guys, the reason why you don't understand those things is because you're not taking the time to meet with a specialist, someone that specializes in those things. Because think about it. Have you ever done something where you were like, oh, my goodness, I thought it was so much harder than this? right yeah that's because you're not a specialist so if you're a teacher you specialize in teaching if you're a nurse you specialize in the medical field right Right. so you would have to go see a specialist regarding those things so those are the three that i that i definitely want to highlight so it's the active right time for money passive you actually use your money and you acquired something that's producing right so that's an asset and then portfolio income are the things like you know um you know um your 401k that would be that would be portfolio income because that money is growing and and earning interest um and then mutual funds those type of things insurances you can leverage those as well mm-hmm. um because you ultimately you want to make sure your money is making you money yeah. right you don't want it to just sit okay um, so those, are, those are the ones that I, that I definitely would highlight but of course you know there's other ones out there as well right right so you actually want the objective is to have your money making money while you sleep absolutely yeah. absolutely sometimes i wake up and i'm like wait okay. <laughs> i was like yes <laughs> yes yes making money while you are snoring yes exactly exactly yes, yes well i know for a lot of people over the last uh 12 months it's been tough you know because of the pandemic and because of covid and a lot of people lost their jobs and a lot of people lost their homes what would you say they needed to have in place before this pandemic? And even people who are saying, you know, what do I need to do now um, to kind of put myself in a better financial situation? Um, For me, um, what I would say when it comes to um, something like that is just have an open mind. Okay. And and I think it starts with that. And the reason why I say that is, Sometimes individuals will be at that same job, right, from 20 years ago or 25 years ago. And I'm like, obviously, it's not working. So let's look at something else. And now we're not saying, hey, just leave what you're doing. That's not what I'm saying whatsoever. But, hey, can we look into something else? Right? Can we look into maybe doing working something, um, those hours, like, um, look at a need-based business. And I'll give you an example. And I'm the cheerleader, right? And, and she said this a little bit earlier. I'm the cheerleader. So my, my brother, one of my older brothers, like he's the handiest person I know. Okay. Handiest person I know. So he has a job where he's been working for like 13 plus years. And literally the, the pandemic, to be honest with you, has been good for some people yeah. because it has gave, given them time. It has literally... Um, help them to go deep into like, man, what are some of the things that I can actually do? So he's been handy all his life. Yes. But it wasn't until the pandemic where he actually started putting some things in place. He bought a van. Um, he's, yeah. he's getting uniforms done. He, yeah. he's, you know what I mean? Like those yeah. things are happening solely because of the pandemic. So you can, you can look at it as a curse or a blessing. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right? 
Yes. That's what you look at it because now, guess what? He still has his job, but he also has added an additional stream of income where he's making more money here than his current job. Yeah. So that's something that I would say, have an open mind, look at other things, find out what's working and, and focus on a need-based business. Yeah. Need -based. I yes, I can't stress this enough because you don't want to, and again, I don't want to take shots at nobody, but like, oh, I'm making bracelets. All right, that's awesome, but I don't need a bracelet. I want a bracelet, but I don't need a bracelet, yes. right? But for example, like my brother, people are going to have plumbing needs. Yeah. And then not. Yeah. Right. Okay. People are going to need like people are still getting married. Yeah. Right. Which we'll talk a little bit about that um, for her business. So yeah. that's a need based business. So focus on those things. And you literally could go on YouTube and type in, hey, what's a need based business and, okay. and find out, hey, what are some of the things that you're willing to entertain? Even my mom, she started sewing again from yeah. 20 years ago. She started sewing, making yeah. beanies or whatever and Bought selling it. them. And I'm yeah. like, is that what they call? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those <laughs> beanies, <laughs> right? So, so don't look, don't focus so much on the curse. Focus on the blessing, yeah. and also just getting more creative and and saving more, no. like sacrifice That's a little bit and say, save um, more. Um, what people should have had in place because of the pandemic was that emergency savings. I think that exposed a lot of people. Yep. For the pandemic, because when it happened, it was like, oh my god, I don't have that check coming in. Some people live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. When you stop having that paycheck to paycheck come in you're in and uh, um, unemployment's backed up and you're you don't know what to do you know right. so i think that was what people needed to have that emergency fund so now that it's depleted because of the pandemic a lot of people are working now towards building that emergency fund back up yep right 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 you mentioned like just being able to take that time to use it i know a lot of people i know social media was going through this a little bit too they're like well not everybody wants to start a business not everybody wants to do that with their um their stimulus check that's yeah. fine find what works for you and make it work for you what's right. gonna bring in you know money into your home so you guys can be creative not everyone wants to be a business owner not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur and that's okay but whatever you're doing make sure you like what you're doing and right. you're not you're not doing it in misery don't right. go to work you know just be oh my god i wish i was here be blessed you have that job because a lot of people didn't wake up to a, a job during the pandemic yeah. a lot of people are family members you know so you have to be also during the pandemic it was a time for a reflection i would say yeah yes absolutely absolutely and that's what i saw and i saw some of the same things that you saw about people who were saying you know everybody doesn't want to you know uh, open up a business or do this different things but if what you were doing wasn't working then maybe that was for you. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the time to take it and go buy a big screen TV. You could have right. invested in something. So take those things as not shots at you, but take them as yeah. something that you should mull over and think about. Yes, yes. Uh, so tell us a little bit about um, how people can use life insurance as well. Yes. Yeah. I, so many tools. So many tools. <laughs> And, and what I've realized a lot of times in our community, and when I say our community, I, I speak solely based off Haitians, right? Because I'm Haitian, because I don't know about other communities, right? So don't say, oh, well, that's not us. So uh, when, when I, when, what I see is because that's not something that we have like in our home country, like where, hey, you go and you buy insurance, someone pass and this happens. Like, that's not a thing. Like, yeah. it's, it's, like the community, right? The neighbors, they are the ones that will take care of funeral costs and things like that. They come okay. together as a yeah. village, yeah. right? If you go way back. 
But the reason, the reason why, and, and so I give people that, the fact that they don't know much mm-hmm. about it. Like, I don't like, oh, well, you should know. I, I don't look at it that way. It's, it's an opportunity for me to educate them. Like I literally could sit with people and not get paid and I would be okay with it because okay. I have other streams of income. So I, I literally genuinely do it because I want people to leave something behind because here's what's happening in our community. Every time someone is gone, we create these GoFundMes. Now we have our face plastered all over social media only because we were not proactive when we were actually here. That is and it. Stop that. We have to stop that. So the reason why it's important, there's multiple different types of insurances out there, right? You can get something as little as 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 40 bucks. So the price is not even an issue. Yeah. Right. Right? They'll spend it on other things. Exactly. We're already spending the money on things. I mean, like we'll spend like 40, 50, $60 on brunch. (laughs) So it's not, it's not the money. It's just like ignorance is us yeah. not knowing why these yeah. things are super important. And then, and I'll share this, um, one of the insurances that's out there, it's called living benefits. Okay. And you know what that means? That means if you were to suffer a heart attack, stroke, cancer, if you can't perform two activities of daily living where you need a nurse to come help you do those things, you can file a claim and they'll give you a check. Wow. I hope you know, yeah, and, and it's, you know, just reading goals, you know, a lot of people will get it and forget it. Right. So yes. you get it one time and then you forget about it. You don't know what, exactly what it entails, what, what the benefits are. Look into that stuff. Know where that document is. Know if you were to pass tomorrow, do, does he know where to go? Like we have a trust, we have a will in place. You know, we have assets that we need to protect. A lot of times too, we focus on getting insurance on everything else, but the body that's have all these assets and things Correct. on your phone, your TV, your car, everything, but the person who's actually physically here on earth that can, can take care of all these things. We need to get out of that mindset. Um, from some of us, we need to get out of that mindset that I don't want to leave money for my family. Oh, they, oh, what someone said, um, what, oh, oh Jesus. I remember we sat with a client. And she said, um, oh, Jesus, it's coming to me. Hold on. It, it, was, it was something. Oh, suffrage. She said, my kids are going to have to suffer because I suffered. Wow. So, That's something along the lines of uh, like suffering builds character. character. But. Hold up, hold up now. This, this was somebody in the church. Yeah. This was somebody in the church. And I'm like, wait, what about the part where it says a wise man leaves. Yep. For children. Oh, children 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 children. like yeah what happened with that yeah that's the mindset that we need to get out of we need to you know break that generational curse and leave that for those that are coming we want to be able to have that and those who are coming after us essentially we have to be able to pass the baton and there's again going back to the whole life insurance piece Yep. Like it, that's so broad. Like there's so many things that go into it. You can get term insurance. You can permanent. get permanent insurance. You can get a whole life return a premium, blah, blah, blah. All these different types. And here's what I come across. Sometimes people will say, oh, I already have insurance. That's great. What kind? I don't know. How much you pay for it? I don't know. Who is it with? I don't know. So if you as the owner don't know, what about those who actually have to file the claim? Where they going to go? Oh my gosh. Come on, you 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 know what? We would need a whole part two. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are willing to come back because um, I'm tired of those GoFundMe pages. Yes, <laughs> but come on, 
Yeah. You gotta, you, it's already hard enough to deal with the pain of burying somebody. And now you have to rally everybody around. That makes no sense. You're not leaving the inheritance. The Bible talks about leaving an inheritance. That's what that is. An inheritance. You have a duty. You have a responsibility to leave an inheritance. Mm -hmm. And other communities, are you leveraging that to build that inheritance? And, and, and last, thing that I'll, last thing that I'll share is also understanding how much you need. Because I sit across from people literally like five to seven people daily. And, liter and they're like, oh, yeah, I have something. And I'm like, how much is it? A hundred thousand. What is that? That's not that's nothing. Like, <laughs> that's not enough. So find out what your insurability needs are. Like, hey, is it going to pay off your house? The kids are going to still be able to go to school. Is your income still going to be here for three, five, ten years after you're Very gone? Yep. Yes, you can be replaced. But let's not leave a financial burden for your family, for your wife. Right. Yep. And then last thing. Oh, Oh, well, I don't want my wife to go spend it with another guy. Well, you're speeding up the process if you only leave 20000 buddy. <laughs> All right, I'm fired up. <laughs> oh, boy, I'm telling you. I am jumping up and down and rolling around inside <laughs> because this is so needed. This is a good conversation, and this is one of those things that you guys need to get off, off of here. When you get finished getting all of this good nugget, you need to get up and have the conversation about that because that is definitely something that we need to stop doing. So I want for the people to know how to get in touch with you uh, for those services. Uh, how can people get a hold of you through your social media handles and also your websites? Awesome. So in term in terms of um, financial um, services, yes. for that for that aspect, um, what I found the most success in is either like me giving them my contact information. Okay. Um, and here's what happens. People don't call for this type of stuff. A lot of times we're calling for it because people are not proactively trying to change their situations. Wow. They may talk about it, but they're not actively trying to change it, proactively trying to change their yeah. situation. Okay. So by, um, of course, phone number 239-645-3612 mm -hmm. is my actual phone number. Mm -hmm. And then also social media handles as well. Mm -hmm. um, I like to say you can follow me just because. J-U-S-T-E underscore C-U-Z. That's my social media handle. And then I have all the other links and pages um, on there as well. And Facebook, my full name um, is where you can um, follow me. And then. Yes. So me, my social handle is at um, Marjorie. So it's M-A-R-J-O underscore E. Um, and my number is 239-692-6119. And then we'll talk a little bit more about um, events. Yeah. Let's like, yeah. like reach out and have a conversation. We don't charge for this. Like the companies are the ones that pay us. We don't charge. So we literally could sit and give you free information. Okay, I'm blown away. Say that again. I'm blown away by that. Say that again. We don't charge for this. So what we do is complimentary. So you, it's like it's like an open house. You can go to open house for free. Did you know that? You don't have to pay. You can go to an open house for free. So same thing with our business. It's complimentary. We can sit down and have a conversation. Look at what you have make some recommendations. Hey, if you have something good, great. Kudos to you. But if there's a way that we can help 
change your financial situation, we can definitely do that. The companies are the ones that pay us. Wow, wow. Listen, you listeners, I hope you're sharing. You need to share, share, share. Hit the share button over and over and over and over again because there's so many people who are right on your timeline right now that God can be using you in order to help them. Come on, we 2021 is going to be our best year ever. And you and I, along with these, these people right here, this wonderful couple, we're going to help our community. That's what this is. We're going to help our community get out of debt. We're going to help our community to be more wise, wise about the things that are, they're accessible to us. And we're making them accessible to you tonight. So Miss Margie, you already gave everybody your social media handle. Let's talk about all events mode. Yeah. Yes. Tell the people a little yes. bit about all events mode. Yes. I birthed that uh, obviously after, you know, we left our corporate jobs um, in 2018. Um, it was something that I've always done. I've always been hands-on. Um, people are always like, you're so organized. You're good with planning. And I was like, yeah, but you know how people tell you about yourself and you're just like, not ready for that yet. Yeah. Um, one of those things where one day, you know, I was just thinking and brainstorming. I literally sat in like a, my office space and I created a logo. I created a website. I created everything. I did the EIN. I did everything that I need. And I birthed that. And um, it's all of it includes planning and also emptying and hosting. So he comes in. I hire him to uh -oh. host. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. So you you hire him? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Great. Yes, yeah, so I just have a platform where I also have different hosts on my platform as well. If they want okay. as well, um, I can outsource them as well. But really, that's my baby. You know, all things events. I've always been organized. I do full planning, day of, partial planning. Um, so, yeah, that's my baby. Wow. Day of. You hear that, guys? Day of. You don't find yeah. too many people like that. <laughs> but I'm sure you're going to make sure you're going to pay for a day of as well. You need it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So I know there's still a lot of people who um, are, since the pandemic, a lot of people put their weddings off and people are saying, okay, 2021, things are getting a little bit better. Um, let's talk about weddings. Do you think people spend too much on weddings? Yes and no. Okay. Um, there are those people who have, you know, they've been Pinteresting, social media, has this idea of how they want it to be, but their budget doesn't match the realisticness of what they're trying to get. Um, so in that case, you know, sometimes we do have to be the one that break it down. Like, hey, what you want, you need to bring it down. Um, I do think, you know, sometimes people do go above and beyond. I mean, they do say it's just one day, guys. It's four or five hours of a, it's, it's a, they say it's a, not about the wedding, it's about the marriage, okay? Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's not about the wedding, it's about the marriage. You know, so sometimes we spend so much time um, a source in the wedding, what colors, the napkin, the this, the that. And we put so much money when that money too could be going towards something else. Um, there's ways to be creative. And a lot of times two people don't know when you work with a planner, we can get you different discounts that if you go out and get yourself, they're not going to give you the same discount because we've right. worked with the community of vendors. Okay. So understand that as well but you know with the pandemic you know 2020 was a lot of postponements but hey 2021 we are busy everyone's rebooking and yes rides are coming in like i think in march we're up and down the state of florida we have about seven events oh. that we have so it, it it's busy it's picking back up though 
Wow, wow. Did you two spend a lot on your wedding? <laughs> no. And I would say that because we did, that's, 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 that's going to be another, that's a whole that's another thing. But <laughs> you go, you go, we did a, we did a Canadian style wedding. We did a guest paid wedding. I'm going to leave it there. Okay. <laughs> we did not. <laughs> People paid to come to our wedding. That's it. That's another uh -huh. story. People paid to come to this one. 220 people. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I love it. I love it. So what is the benefit? Tell the people the benefit of having a wedding planner rather than trying to do everything on their own. You know what? I was that bride too. So I, I, I get when ladies like, you know, I can do it. I can plan this. I can do that. But you need help. It gets yeah. overwhelming at times. And we just need someone else to that second opinion to take care of it, especially if you're working and you don't have time to go see these vendors or okay. go see that site. So it's very important. I think a lot of people take wedding planners for granted a little bit. Like okay. this person is here for you. We are representing you as the client. We're out there making sure that everything flows. I know a lot of people say, oh, well, my venue comes with the coordinator. They're worried about their venue, not what's happening before you come into that door prior. Mm -mm. They're worried about what's happening at their venue, their timeline there, when the food's going to come out, what time you got to be out of there. That's what they're focused on. Whereas a wedding planner, we focus on all aspects, yep. making sure the hair is on time, the makeup schedule, the guys are getting ready, the photographer's on time, videographer, the decor lady's not calling you the morning of your wedding say, hey, where's this charger plate? So there's so many different makeup. <laughs> different aspects that you can eliminate by getting you just even a day of let's say you want to plan the whole thing that's fine okay. get a month day of a month or two out let them know what you have in, in store and then we'll get make sure the, the day of is executed the way you envision because a lot of for my brides i like to take the stress off of them like i take their phones away from them this is your day you enjoy it i will handle everything so yes that's what I'm but you don't walk down the aisle with stress all over your face because <laughs> that's not a good look. That's not a good look. <laughs> so tell all of our uh, budding brides out there, those that are interested in getting married and know friends that are getting married, what geographical area do you cover? Well, I, we're located in South Florida, obviously, but I do travel. Um, I do have a wedding coming up in Georgia and Houston. Um, so okay. I do travel as well, but we are located in South Florida. But like I said, like next month, we are in Tampa. We're in Orlando, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Okay. We're in Miami. We're in Naples. So just wherever you need me to be, I'll be. Just, you know, there's going to be costs and services according. Of but. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll travel, but we'll cost. <laughs> <laughs> So how can people get in contact with you? Tell us your website or your social media handles. Absolutely. Yeah. So the website is um, alleventsmode.com. So that's all events with the S mode, M-O-D-E.com. And so, so is the um, social media handle on both Facebook and Instagram. It's at all events mode as well. All right. Oh, awesome. 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 So we'll let, let's talk about nonprofit. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you also have a nonprofit organization as well, right? Yes. Okay. Tell us, tell the listeners a little bit about that. Yes. Yeah, so um, the nonprofit we started um, back in 2013. Mm -hmm. It's called um, Just Inc. Um, is the second part of my last name. Just use some temporary energy, 
Incorporated. And essentially why we started that is I came into in the United States in 1998, like I said earlier, but we didn't go back to Haiti until 2013. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we went back, it was like, oh my goodness, like I could have been one of these kids. If my parents did not make a decision, right? I could have been one of these kids. And so when I came back, I was like, man, we need to do something because it was like a special place in my heart. And we, we founded um, that organization and we were doing a variety of things as far as like how to um, raise funds. Okay. Um, started a 5K that we did for like four years at FAU, um, at FAU okay. um, where we had um, upwards of 200 and some people come out and run and donate. Um, we've also done drives as well, backpack drives. Um, and there's a school in Haiti that um, we work directly with. Um, and we just literally helped them with supplies. And we've also built some classrooms there as well. Totally okay. based off our efforts. So, yeah. and, and the reason why right now it's somewhat um, on a pause right now is because yeah. I, had to, I had to change my mindset. Okay. At that time, early on, the first couple of years, I had the mindset where it's like, oh my goodness, all I got to do is find 2,000 people to give me $20. But now my mindset has shifted. I'm like, oh my goodness, all I got to do is find 20 people to give me two thousand dollars. Yeah, and what what we <laughs> what we've done too is what whenever I um he hosts an event, he hosts an event, we say fifty percent of the proceeds that when he hosts an event will go towards our nonprofit. Yes. Oh, so wow. yeah, we've transitioned and we yes. brought mission groups there. We we call it a mission experience. Oh wow. Um, it's always twelve of us, including us. We bring, we bring ten other individuals with us. Okay. Um, those who are out of Haitian descent, um, also they come and we take them to the school. We bring them like we do an end of the year celebration during the summer. We oh, bring the backpacks physically with us. Yeah. Um, bring them in our suitcase. We give them. They get certificates and whatnot, and we just do an end of the year celebration. With the kids. So very, very time consuming because I know some people are probably like, "Oh my goodness, they have so many different things going on," right? Which is literally why we had to redirect our focus, right? Okay. So, okay. so that is something that we still want to do. We still want to get back to, which is why we want to make sure all of our businesses it makes sense, and and literally it just bounces off each other. Um, so we actually have, she just reminded me of our tagline is, yeah. we can help you get married, put you in a home, and help you create a roadmap towards retirement. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> so, so that's what we are birthing right now. That's a, that is a one-stop shop. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So, so that's, that's kind of like the mindset behind the nonprofit, and really just getting other individuals because we've realized just based off our experience, people want to give back, people want to do well. Right. Yeah. But a lot of people don't want to go on sunbiz.org to start that LLC though. <laughs> but they'll write a check. <laughs> they'll write a check. So that's where we come in is literally just creating that space for them to be able to give back. Um, and, and now doing it a little bit more hands off just simply because of the nature of the yeah. pandemic and okay. things like that. So, so that's where we're at right now with the organization. All right, awesome. And where would you hope to see your businesses go in 2021 and beyond? Absolutely. So um, as far as WFG, I want to help a thousand families, a thousand families to reach that million dollar club. As you right. guys are here. Yes, a thousand families. And what and the reason why we say that is because our community needs it. Like we yeah. can't keep taking steps back. So that has to stop. Yeah. 
right? And guess what? It starts with us, which is why these spaces are important because you actually hear other individuals who are saying, and I always tell people, you don't have to come to me. Mm-hmm. Don't come to me, <laughs> right? Don't come to me. Just make sure you got something, mm-hmm. right? Just make sure you leave something behind for your family, all right? So definitely that. And then in terms of real estate, we, are, we would like to acquire or flip whatever um, five to seven properties this year. All right, that's the goal. Five to seven properties this year. Okay. Um, and then as far as um, wedding wise, I mean, we're gonna have to raise that number. We're yeah. like, oh, 20 weddings, yeah. but we're probably gonna have to. <laughs> we're probably gonna have to raise that number. If we could get 20 weddings, we yeah. would be okay. Um, yeah. But it, it's crazy because I was like, I was like, you know, I should do something. And I'm like, okay, 50 percent of when I host can go to to Haiti. And I was like, okay, great. And then it started, just started. started pouring in. And I'm like, all right, God, I hear you. <laughs> yes. God is always pushing you to think bigger. Exactly. And when you say it, it starts, exactly. when you start saying it, and then it's just everything, you start seeing it. Manifesting. Manifesting, affirmations. It's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. The abundance yeah. is flowing. And yeah, yeah. In other words, you have to make room. Exactly. Yes. You have to make room. Uh, Delegate. So- Yes, yes, yes. Now, you guys, such a lovely, awesome, beautiful couple. You help marriages, right? You've got a retreat that's uh, coming up soon? Yes, we do. Um, yeah, so we have a retreat. It's the inaugural retreat, and okay. that is coming up on March 5th through the 7th here. In oh, wow, Naples. that's coming up soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah in <laughs> Naples, Florida. Um, so this first one we did. Um, I don't know why she booked it when we have all these other weddings, but anyways, you know, go ahead. Yeah, but hey, it's part of the planning. <laughs> yeah, so we have about um, 10 to maybe 15 couples coming together. Okay. Um, out a big Airbnb um, there, and we're wow. going to do a whole day. You know, Friday night we'll be mingling and networking, and then Saturday we'll have the sessions and then end it off with an all-black dinner. Um, wow. Yeah, oh, title- man, I'm going to miss that. <laughs> you yeah. already have the black on. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And then the, the title of the retreat is called Keeping It Fresh. Um, and it's going to focus on faith, family, and finance plus intimacy. So we're going to cover all those aspects. And it's just about just although when we, you know, in our marriages, although we may have when we go into the kitchen or our recipes for success, although yeah. we may have the same tools, we all have different ingredients. So uh-huh. that's the component of how we're going to um, bring that all together during that weekend. Okay, okay. And how is important? How important is it for married couples to be around other married couples? Talk about that a little bit. I, I, I mean, it, it's big. It, big. I remember I, I had a video on my page again. <laughs> I, I, I made a video and I was like, "Oh, when you get married, you know, it's important that you do this." Then. Okay, yeah. watch this. Watch this. Watch this. And, and I'm gonna try to break this down as best as I can. So let's say mm-hmm. LeBron James, right? He's a basketball player. We all know that. Let's say all of his, he's hanging around with people who don't like basketball, right? So he wants to go and practice. He's like, hey, man, guys, let's go to the gym. They're like, man, you always want to go to the gym. I don't want to go to the gym. I hate the gym. I, I don't want to work out. I didn't bring my shoes. I forgot my shorts, right? So guess what's going to happen to LeBron James, right? He's no longer, he's going to either lose interest or he has to go find some people who like playing basketball. Come on, you're preaching now. You, you, you. All right. That's what that's what yeah. happens when you yeah. get married. I know sometimes, well, I'm still cool with the people that that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. 
But once again, once again, you have to find that community. All right. You have to find that community so that way you can grow. Yep. You can learn from each other. And you you will quickly realize we're all going through the same thing. We all going, going through, through the, the same, same thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing new. <laughs> nothing new. <laughs> like when you just need that community to have those conversations for people to be understanding, you know? Yeah. yeah it's like it's like and then where where you would go to like a single friend. And not to say they can't give good recommendations, by the way. I just yeah. want to put that out there. Right. But where you would go to a single friend and say, hey, this is what's happening. They would be like, well, you need to tell it. Another married person is going to be like, well, you know, talk to me about that. Yeah. Well, how did it go? What, what did you what do? What was her side? What was her side? So <laughs> now they're a little bit more understanding because they know exactly. They are, they are in the hot seat, per se. Yeah. <laughs> and they're done that. Okay. Somebody that's not, that's not there can't really tell you because they don't have the proper perspective. Mm -hmm. exactly yeah. it's all about perspective and you yeah. can only get a marriage person perspective that has been married and also hang out with different people as well like people who've been married for five years 10 years 15 years have dinner with them we've had dinner with people who've been married for like 50 years yeah. come on why not that wisdom yes 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 so can people still register for uh the retreat or is it completely booked it's booked right now, but because of the outpouring of um, overflow that we're getting, um, definitely looking to third or fourth quarter to putting another one in place. Um, so if you follow us, you'll see that on our social media platforms as well. So just keep an eye out for the next one. So it's, we'll have you know content from this one. So we'll share so people can kind of experience. Yes, yes. So for those of you listeners that are on there, you're like me, you're like, oh man, you're going to get another opportunity. And if you follow them, you will be sure not to miss it. Listen, I, this has been such an incredible show. I am bouncing up and down like a little kid on the inside because this has been so good. And let me tell you, for the kind of uh, nuggets that you got today, you'd have paid in excess of a couple hundred dollars an hour in order to get this kind of stuff. And these beautiful people have given it to you for free. And that's what this show has all been about. I want to bring hope back to people who say, this thing doesn't work, Sherry, and I want to let you know that it does. You just got to get around the right people. And these are people who you definitely want to follow. You'll see all the information on the screen of how to get in touch with them. Use these services. Let's not be ignorant this year. Let's not go without unnecessarily because it's there for us. So I know we're at the end and I'm kind of sad in a way but I'm so glad that I had an opportunity to minister with the two of you. You've been an absolute blessing to this show. So I thank you. Uh, and I want to, if you would pray with a uh, pray for the listeners right now who are in a marriage and it's on the rocks or those who just say, I want you to pray that I'm able to grow in my marriage. Could you pray for those couples now? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, Father God, we just want to thank you. Thank you for um, giving us the opportunity to come here and just share our story, share all the blessings that you have given um, to us. Uh, but most importantly, I just want to pray for these couples that are listening in, those couples that are on their last straw, the, those couples that are on their last steps, and they are wondering whether this marriage thing is for them. Um, maybe they're on the verge of divorce, Father God. I want you to um, come in and, and just show your grace and show um, some of the things that they can be a part of. Um, just this um, community within itself, Father God, hopefully they will be inspired. They will, they will remember why they even started in the first place, Father God. We know with your grace, 
um, anything is possible. Where, where more than two and three are gathered, you are there. So um, even though we're doing this virtually, Father God, we ask that you come and lay the hand, lay your hands on these individuals so that way they can go out there and do so. Um, help them get in a community. Help them get in a community with, um, within their church so that way they can see other couples who are going through the same thing. They could see other couples who are sharing their testimony so that way they could feel that they are not alone, Father God. Right. And we and we just want to pour into them. We hope that they will be able to 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 replay this and watch this over and over so that way they can also believe that they can do it as well. Yes. You know, whether they are just starting out, whether they are five years in, 20 years in, whatever the case may be, help them remember exactly why why you put them together. Um, you do not make mistakes. And that is something that we know for a fact. So there's no way that you would have got, given them the opportunity to get around each other and not, and not do your work and not um, give back um, the way that you have given to us, Father God. And Lord, we pray for their union, Lord. We pray that you'll just protect them. Give them the strength to read your word and see the definition of marriage and why they should continue to fight, Lord. And we just continue to pray for them, Lord. Give them the strength and the ability to see you in all things because you are the foundation. You are the seeker. You are the ultimate, Lord. And we just pray that they will seek you at all times. Amen. And all that they do, whether it be with their family, Lord, their children within themselves, Lord, that you'll be in their workplace, you'll be with them in their house, Lord, and we just pray that you'll just protect them and give them the sight to see that great things are ahead, Amen. and that they can be fearless, Lord, and go on to life and be strong, Lord, Lord Jesus, we just pray that you'll continue to protect them, Lord, Amen. and we know what marriage is, Lord, it can be tough. There are seasons in everyone's life, Lord, and yes. help them to not compare others on social media, Lord. Help them yes. to not compare themselves to anybody else but themselves. Each one could be unique, create their own tagline, their own vision, their own mission, so they can go out there and help others, Lord, and be a blessing to others, Lord. Do not be confined to what you think this should be or whatnot, Lord. And we pray that you'll continue to show them the vision of their marriage, yes. their last name, their legacy, Lord. And we pray that you'll continue to bless them for generations to generations to come, Lord. And we just thank you again for this opportunity, Lord, to be a blessing to others as we share our story and our testimonies, Lord. And we thank you for sharing, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to come on this show, Lord, and be a blessing to others. And we continue to um, pour out more blessings out to other couples this evening, Lord. Yes. And we pray in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you guys so much for joining. You have been listening to Kingdom. <laughs> Power couple, Whitland and Marjorie Dijoux. Make sure you go follow them. Make sure you go follow them because you and your family this year is going to be blessed. So make sure you share with all of your friends. Come on, 2021 is going to be our best year yet. Thank you guys so much for joining. Thank you for the opportunity.